Uh-oh. The king of ominous has walked into the Bloomberg 1130 studio, also known as Bloomberg Stocks columnist Dave Wilson. What's wrong now, Dave? The king of ominous. That's a new one on me. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. What's going on? Well, whenever you see a report from a strategist that carries the headline, a ticking time bomb, it gets your attention. And uh, there was one yesterday from uh, Deval Josie. He's a strategist at BCA Research. He usually focuses on Europe. He's taking a broader look, though, at volatility or the lack thereof and uh, focusing to a large extent on the U.S. I mean, we've certainly raised that point in the context of the S&P 500 lately. He focuses in on uh, put options, in other words, contracts basically to lock in a price uh, for the index or a value that they'd rise in value if the index goes down. So we saw that particular indicator fall to a record actually four times this month because uh, we have the numbers on the Bloomberg terminal. And Josie's argument is basically that what's going on, investors may figure that markets are less risky because of what's been happening to volatility, when in his view, it's not so. It basically just means that the equity risk premium, what you would stand to earn as an investor by having your money in stocks instead of bonds, that's going away. And at some point, investors are going to realize that and markets are going to take a hit, a violently negative reaction, as he put it, from investors is what he's looking for down the line. And at some point, we're all going to be dead, too. Well, that's true. Uh, that said, I mean, what it comes down to is whatever gains you may see from here, at least in his view, they're not going to amount to much. It'll be gradual, slow. You might get what you might call some positive feedback out of it all. But when things start to fall apart, they're going to fall apart in a hurry and take down stocks quite a bit. That's basically his argument in a nutshell. If you want to know more, folks, send me an email. I'll get you the chart, the explanation that goes with it, and everything I do going forward. The email address is dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's dwilson at bloomberg.net. Now, I know I'm having some fun with you, Dave, but I, I kind of do agree that when things maybe do start to come undone for whatever reason, whatever might be that catalyst, and maybe it's because of a lot of algorithms and, you know, <laughs> you know, electronic training or something, I do feel like everybody will kind of be running for the exit door. Well, there is that potential. The way he describes it, you know, he comes up with this saying that basically I'd never heard before. Mm -hmm. Equity markets walk up the stairs but jump out of the window. <laughs> I haven't heard that before either. But I've certainly seen it several times, right? All right. Uh, Bloomberg Stocks columnist Dave Wilson, he's going to stick around with us. Uh, let's bring into the conversation Felipe Hernandez. He is our Latin America economist with Bloomberg Intelligence, also here in our Bloomberg 1130 studio uh, in New York City. You've been looking, uh, Felipe, specifically at disinflation, giving Latin America's central banks kind of some greater movement, if you will, or greater scope to kind of ease mil uh, monetary policy. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, what we have been looking at is uh, um, you don't have, uh, you don't see any pressure on prices in the U.S. or most of the developed There's markets. no pressure anywhere, feels Inflation like, Inflation in world. Latin America is far from zero, but uh, it has definitely been steadily coming down across uh, most of the countries. Probably the only meaningful exception there is Mexico, where inflation has been uh, consistently rising this year, but it seems has uh, has uh, already peaked. 
But when you look around, you see uh, inflation uh, in Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Argentina, Peru, all across the region coming down. In many places, inflation is actually now below or close to the bottom of the target range set by the different central banks. That's the case in, in Brazil, in Chile, and in the case of Peru and Colombia, it is now in line with the target. And when you also look at inflation expectations, those are also uh, probably not for the very short term, but in the medium and in the long term, most of those show that uh, the market consensus is for inflation to remain in line uh, or pretty much in line with the targets of the central banks. Basically, again, no, main con no major concerns regarding the outlook for consumer prices in the region. Good uh, or bad, though, then, for their economies shows, once again, the inability to, what, raise prices and so on and wage growth and all that other stuff. Yeah, well, it for one thing, it shows something uh, bad in the medium term, and is that uh, both decelerating inflation and the fact that inflation expectations are uh, well anchored are in part due to the fact that domestic demand and private consumption has been decelerating. And economic growth, again, in most countries is below potential growth. And the fact that expectations for prices to remain low per, are, in, are partially reflecting the fact that also uh, consensus is for economic growth to remain relatively low. Now, the good news is that this has allowed central banks to cut interest rates. Right. Uh, in many cases, uh, they, those are coming from relatively high levels that were consistent with really tight monetary policy. Uh, so we do have seen a reversal of that. Central banks are aggressively cutting interest rates, especially in the case of Brazil. Uh, in uh, Colombia, the central bank has also been very active in terms of cutting interest rates. This week we saw uh, the central bank in Brazil cutting interest rates at 100 basis points. It's not the first time that they make these uh, kind of adjustment. And the central bank in Colombia, with a less dovish tone, but is still cutting interest rates in their meeting yesterday by 25 basis points. Uh, but the easing cycle in Colombia may be coming to an end here at this point? Uh, well, again, the the tone of the central bank and some of the boards of the uh, members of the board of the central bank uh, have started to sound a little bit less mm -hmm. dovish. But I would emphasize that they are still dovish and the biases are still for interest rates to continue falling. And this is true again, also for the case uh, in Brazil, where uh, interest rates are at nine percent, nine and a quarter percent. So there's still room for interest rates to continue falling. The market is actually expecting. Uh, significant additional reductions. And in right. the case of Colombia and other places, additional interest rate cuts are also expected, although with much less room than in, than in that, uh, than what it is in Brazil. Yeah, interesting to see that uh, the inflation concerns just globally continue to be really not a worry. Uh, we see that even in some of those Latin American emerging markets. Dave Wilson, uh, how's this weekend going to shape up for uh, the equity market? Just got about uh, 15 seconds. Well, here. just taking a quick look at the S&P 500 for the week. Basically, little changed yeah. after three weeks of gain. So, you know, we got through all the earnings, and then there's more to come next week. Right. And we've got the monthly jobs report. So, it'll be uh, a big week next week. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Editor at Bloomberg News, along with Felipe Hernandez, our Latin America economist at Bloomberg Intelligence, our in house group of analysts. This is Bloomberg.